even when Nabi Yusuf lamented in Surah Yusuf, he didn't do a bad thing. But when he was invited to do a bad thing, what was it that he said? Hmm? That indeed is the nafs that commands the person, tries to command the person to be evil. Except for when Allah the mercy, my love, Allah's mercy acts. But it also we learn from this verse that nobody themselves is strong enough to resist their nafs. It's only from the mercy of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Yes, but Allah Ta'ala has from his ayah, he guides us how to attract his mercy, this particular mercy. How to get this particular mercy that Allah Ta'ala will protect me from my nafs. That's the guidance to me. That's called following Quran Sunnah al You follow the guidance, Allah will send his mercy and protect you from us. So for example, if we go back to Ramadan, there are broadly speaking two ways that we fight this nafs. One is called Muhalafatun Nafs, one is called Mujahadatun Nafs. One is called Muhalafatun Nafs, one is called Mujahadatun Nafs. Muhalafatun Nafs means to go against the wishes of your Nafs. Your Nafs is trying to command you, trying to control you. You resist and you fight back. You become Muhalaf to it. You oppose it. To oppose your Nafs. At first, Foremost, we should oppose our nafs. When our nafs wants us to do something haram, so the Prophet mentioned that in the Quran, <laughs> stop their nafs, they oppose their nafs from hawa, from the light, whisperings, and desires of the nafs. It's very strong. <coughs> and hawa means light, not even deep, deep down lustful desire. Allah means very light stirrings, just the inkling beginning. This person, Allah, they stop their nafs from even moving, from even shaking. And in Ramadan, we practiced a unique, almost indeed unique, Muhalafatanas that happens also when you're in a state of Iran, and that is you stop your nafs from doing permissible things. Things that were permissible, you made them impermissible because Allah Ta'ala wanted them. That's another type of muhalaf of the nafs. So we just came out of 30 day training and we did 30 days muhalaf of the nafs. And the second thing I told you was a mujahad of the nafs. Mujahada. That means to use your nafs for ibadah. To strive. To strive and make effort. Mujahada. So what was that, Sadat Tarawi? Uh, if I tell you right now, I'm sorry, Isha, okay, let's stop the and let me, I can't do it, let me get off this, and you leave this for one and a half hours to laugh. If you do, start moving for the door. Huh? Not easy. Not easy. We made ourselves stand and listen to the Rawi Salah. And then, mashallah, in addition to that, individually, if somebody read more Quran and Ramadan than they read normally, they must have been Mujahadatunas. If they woke up early and prayed the Hajjit Salah, Mujahad al And many of you, mashallah, did all of the above. <coughs> all of the above. Ramadan is Allah Ta'ala's Hamdah. Allah Ta'ala's Muzakki, Muzakki Akiki. He's the real Shaykh, real Hadi, Murshid. Shaykh is not a word. Allah Ta'ala is Hadi. And Murshid is a word for Allah Ta'ala. 
his root and hidayah, he's his attributes, he's the real guide, and he's the muzakki. He's the one who gives tazkiyah. وَلَكِنَّ اللَّهُ يُزَكِّ مِنْ Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, give what he wants. Don't declare yourself to become pure. Allah ta'ala knows that to All of this was happening in Ramadan. All of this was happening in Ramadan. I think that's the special thing of Ramadan. Ramadan is a month of tasqiyah to us. Why is he doing all this? That you get taqwa, that's the purpose and object of all being, all tasqiyah, so that you get taqwa. What happens? Strange thing happens. That we make this effort, we get this, and then we put it aside. We put it aside. Like sometimes he's a student, and he works hard, and his parents make him study, and he learns being. But then a young boy, he works hard, he memorizes, he memorizes Quran, but for some strange reason, he decides to put it aside, puts his hips aside, Alam, he puts his ilm aside. Hmm? Why? He works so hard to acquire that. Why? Nas. Nas. All of it is due to Nas. Jeevis Nas. Let me also tell you something. The fight against the Nas never ends. There is this in Quran Nas Nobody can think to have that. The moment you think you have that and you slack up, again the nafs will come. Only Allah knows who has that. And what Allah knows is, you recall that soul back so that you don't come back. Around you, next to you, you have to smell it all within one hour. 
women, this, that, everything, scream, music, it all happened around me in one hour. And that's just a normal thing. Flying is just a normal thing. At some time you live in this environment. It's like trying to be a freshwater fish in a saltwater ocean. How are you going to do that? Movement is freshwater. And this world of fitna has become saltwater. Oh, it's all about us. Everything is just to attract us. All the fashion is to attract us. All the screen is to attract us. All the shows are to us. Everything is all the, the liquor is being used to ignite in us. There's only one, there's no other reason to drink alcohol other than to ignite in us. Everything is being done to ignite in us. So what happens is, the good people, good believers, men, women, both, but they're functioning out there in this world, and the nafs hits them. The nafs stings them. Hmm? You know, sometimes we tell our, our students, friends, let me tell you also, when something happens, it doesn't always happen to everybody, but something happens to some people in Shaval. <laughs> I personally feel it happens to most people in Shawar. And we call it in our American English, the nuff strikes back. Yeah? The nuff strikes back. Because, oh, for 30 days, it was like it's a torture. Huh? They're being made to fast, being made to stand in salah, being made to sleep less. Hmm? And if you slack a little bit in Shawar, the nuff strikes back. <laughs> Many can be different ways. Not to track back to sleep, you know, it's not pleasure. Nas may strike back and if you look at a rare back moment. Nas may strike back and you are so conscious and you want to speak the truth, it will make you laugh. And Nas strikes back. Hmm? Oh, no. And this can last all the way to mold, to cover. <laughs> That's why don't think Ramadan ended in some graduation. There's no graduation on Eve. It is not graduation day. That you get degree of taqwa. Graduation day is called Noma Qiyama. That degree is called Jannah. There's still a lot of effort, a lot of time left. Every moment we're alive, the nafs can attack. And the second thing happens in Shaval Shaitan. And I was thinking, because we had just come out of Ramadan, that okay, all those Shaitan, Allah Ta'ala, you need to be with him, someone or someone told us in the day, that Allah Ta'ala chains all the shaitan in Ramadan. And then they get unchained when Ramadan ends. I'm thinking the shaitan were chained and they're unchained. So who are they going to go after? Why were they chained? For whose sake were they chained? For the fasting believers. And they also know that. That we were chained for the sake of the fasting believers. So who do you think they're going to attack first when they let go of the chains? The fasting believers. Fasting believers. Most likely an Eve, even Allah Ta'ala protects us. Hmm? But on the second Shawal, hmm? oh, they're going to go hunting. Shayati and Allah Ta'ala hunting. And that's what Shayati do anyway. Because if you tell Allah Ta'ala, it comes from Quran, he talks to Allah Ta'ala. He talks back to Allah Ta'ala and says, I'm going to make all, I'm going to try to make all the Riyadu go straight. I'm going to lead them astray. Shaitan also, when he leads somebody astray, he leads them astray through their nafs. 
through their mouth. So even when you talk about Shaitan, it still boils down to ends up in nafs. Now, after listening to this for 10 minutes, you can understand why the Sultan said in Quran, Salah, real success, triumph, victory, felicity, happiness is going to be for that person who keeps doing the skiyah of their nafs. Who keeps looking at it, keeps trying to rectify it, keeps trying to purify it. Never gives up. Never gives up. Now, what to do when that first sin happens? When the nurse strikes back, everyone after Ramadan, at some point, will make the first sin after Ramadan. Many of us have already made it. Like people, when they go for hunts and they come back and they're trying to preserve their hunts, but at some point they will make the first mistake. Maybe they shout at somebody's finger, maybe they do some backbiting at someone. Something, at some point they will put a little hole, a little puncture in that nafs. Just like that you can think that we just had this month of Ramadan. And at some point we're going to puncture, put our first little puncture by doing some maybe small sin. Maybe somebody will put a big dent in their Ramadan and collapse and crash and do a big sin. Hmm? What to do when this thing happens? So immediately we make Dola to the small town. Immediately turn to Allah small town. Don't get sad and depressed that you don't understand. I just spent one month in Ramadan and I even, even we've had cases like this. Ya Allah, I spent one month in Ramadan and that whole month I made tawbah for that particular sin. That whole month I was crying about that particular sin. The whole month I made dua to you, Ya Allah, rescue me from that particular sin. And what's happened to me now in one or two months or one or two weeks just after Ramadan, again I find myself being attracted to the same sun. Nafs, pretends nafs. You still have nafs. If we fall, if we slip, make toba and turn to the small toba. It's if we understand that the process of getting taqwa wasn't a one month course. As I said, it's not over. This will continue and continue and continue until we die. But Ramadan also gave us a boost, that's what it is. Allah also gave us a push, Allah gave us a reminder. Many things Allah also did, Mother, we can't even understand it. We can't even bear, we can't even explain how much Rahmah, Makhra, Hidayat Allah gave us in Ramadan. But still, us. Jeevji's in us. Broadly speaking, nafs has two main, two main flaws, <coughs> lust and anger. <coughs> you can talk about other things, greed and these, but mostly they come from these two things. Greed is a type of lust for health. Reha is a type of lust for fame. <coughs> Envy and jealousy comes basically from anger and resentment. Broadly speaking, you can say lust and anger, lust and anger. <coughs> This is another thing that Ramadan comes to cure. You fast during the day. That's a cure for lust. You may know that there is a hadith, there is a hadith that once a young Sahib became Rasulullah and he shared with his beloved Prophet that I'm feeling lust. And the Prophet said, okay, you should just make nikah. And he said that I don't have the financial means to make nikah. So immediately the Prophet told him what to fast. Immediately. You should fast. 
And that fast that the Sahabi would have done was a double fast, extra fast. So if the natural fast was prescribed by the Prophet as a cure for lust for an unmarried man, so can a married man be cured from his lust through the first fast of Ramadan? Listen. If the unmarried man can get help through nothing fast to cure himself from lust, can the married man get cured from lust for their bedroom through the first fast of Ramadan? And if not, nafs. Nafs. When I was reflecting once on this word, the keyword there is rev. Once I was explaining to your boy, and he not for that reason, I told him that look, just focus on this one word, there. She's nice as a mission, there. She's perfect for me, so there. No, no, romance, I love your personality, there. Doesn't mean there's a beautiful word that tells me, there. It just means there, 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 there. You understand, there. Love says, other, not. Not for you, other than you. Nothing to do with you. But there. So there are many things like that in this world. If you see somebody else's car, you can't steal it. Why? Because it's there, it's not yours. You, know, you can't give logic that it's a nice car, it's the perfect car for me, it's my favorite color, it's the one I've always wanted to drive, I love that car. See, it's there, it's not your car. There. There. Some ulama they say, there's a different way, different ulama Mashaikha understood the way Allah Allah talked about Nafs al-Quran. The most standard one, that we've also, many years, preserved in that, and long correct, is that because there are three words mentioned in the Quran, Amma'la, so it suggested that Nafs has three stages. The first stage is Nafs al-Amma'la, and that means that Nafs that commands a person so much that the person that does the sin without feeling remorse and regret. Sometimes they're so remorseless, they're so stubborn, they insist even, they can justify the sin. They don't need the sin, they don't make me at the door. That's called nafsa imara. Stubbornly sinning, persistently sinning. Delusion, it's a delusion, it's a self-delusion. And the second time, God has said, Lawa, Lawa. What does this mean? So the fancy must they say the incriminating must. It means you feel blame and shame. So the person knows, first of all, there's no justification, they know it's wrong. They, they see the nafs overpowering them to do sin, but they believe it to be a sin. There's no self-delusion, deception, justification. Second, they feel really bad shame, remorse, regret after they do the sin. Third, they make Toba, or at least they want to make Toba, and they want to leave that sin. That, that is called Nafsul Nawwama. And Nafsul Mutmainna, Mutmainna, means this person is now Mutmain. What does it mean? Number one, like Allah Ta'ala said, Radiya. They are Razi, they are pleased with Allah Ta'ala's decree. Their Nafs no longer desires anything that Allah doesn't desire. Nafs only desires what Allah desires. 
Because in Jannah you won't have this nafs that's inside you right now that wants these sins. In Jannah you will have pure nafs from the minna. You will only have pure desire, and yes, you will have whatever your pure desire is. Okay? It's not minna This is correct. If you read these three words in Quran, and it is understood. Further, however, that in any one person you cannot say absolutely they only have nafs. For any one believer. You cannot say absolutely they only have nafs al-mala or al-mala It's a sliding scale. Sliding scale. I just saw a seal He was one of the senior qualifiers of Shaykh Rishabh. He used to say, this was his position, he used to say that no Muslim can have nafs al-mala. Because he used to say, he was a Muslim Islam for believers. He said that I cannot imagine that if a person even has a single drop of Iman in their heart, necessarily because of that drop of Iman, they must feel shame with this. They must be the mama. And he used to make dua, said, Ya Allah, because you gave us Iman and you took out us out from Nafsa Amara to Nafsa Lama, because you gave us Iman, so Ya Allah, now you take us out from Nafsa Lama and give us the Tumat Nafsa. Just how you used to make dua to us not <coughs> also something we learn. Huh? We need to talk to the sponsor about these things. We have to make dua to the sponsor about these things. But the reality is also that there are some times, and Ramadan is a perfect example of that, that Allah sponsor will bring a person on to a few days, a few weeks, where they will have national minna. Maybe even just 24 hours. Maybe even you spend, as an example, if somebody spent the whole night of the 27th in worship and then they went to sleep and then they woke up and they were fasting and they were making a ballad and they completed 24 hours and they can honestly say that they had no temptation of sin, attraction of sin. So in those 24 hours you had the Muslim. It doesn't mean you are now 100% now established in the Muslim. No. And certainly when Ramadan ends you may slide right back. It's a sliding thing. A sliding thing. And that's one of the barakat of Ramadan. Allah shows us that you can do this. You can do mukhalafatul nafs, mujahadatul nafs. You can purify your nafs. But it's hard to have this pick up. Hard to persist and persevere on this thing. And then sometimes it happens and the nafs gets the better of the person. So now, more practically then, for us right now, it means we should be scared. A person should always be scared of their nafs. They say in Urdu, then I'm afraid that you're in this. People say, nafs pray it tamal nakaro. Just pray tamal rabbi tamal nakaro. Don't be self-confident and think that now your nafs is not tamala and your nafs is pure. And Allah SWT has expressed no confidence in your nafs. All of the emotions. That's why our Mashaikh and Shaykh Rashid Ali Tamil said, they love to talk about Islam and Nafs, Islam and Nafs, Islam and Nafs. Classically, the word more used was Tazkiyah. That's the word in the Quran. That they were looking at the Hakikat. So they focused on the word Islam, Islam, rectify, corrected, discipline it. 
keep doing is Islam. Hmm? Oh, what do we learn? They were masters of this. If you read Shaykh Rishabh Ali Tanya, the work, especially like the Beard of Salik, okay, that's not in English, but uh, you'd be amazed at the way these people used to guide their, their students how to do Islam. This is an ongoing project. <coughs> and the reason we mention this to you now is the best time for you to start is after Ramadan. Because you actually got a big jump start in Ramadan. You better drive Ramadan. You to start, you simply have to read the books of these Mashaiyas. You should listen to the talks of many different Mashaiyas. You should try to practice some zikr that some shaykh teaches you. But most importantly, you should have this fikr, this worry, this concern. It's craze that you never want to make a better view again. You have to make it a craze. Always be on watch. And if ever you slip, you make tawbah with it. If you will slip, I will slip, we will slip. If we make Dhamma regularly, we make Dhamma immediately, we have hope that the responsible will forgive us. Because that's the only thing you saw in Ramadan. You feel it when you come, when you, towards the end of Ramadan, I think you would also agree. You, can, you feel forgiven. Not when a person goes on Hajj and they come out from Arafat, it's not just yes, it's the Hadith that tells them that you'll be forgiven. But that's our Imam, Aqidah, Ilm. But then there's the how, okay, if a person feels forgiven, they feel lawful. That's why they come to the that Allah Ta'ala addresses us in Eid Day, Kumu Makhfuleen, that rise now from Eid Salah, that you are forgiven by Allah Ta'ala. And you feel these things, your, your ruh feels it if your mind doesn't, your tongue feels it if your mind doesn't, your tongue hears that proclamation from Allah Ta'ala, Kumu Makhfuleen, rise in the state that you are forgiven. You feel it. And I'm sure we all felt that you can feel the purification that took place in Ramadan. So now it's easier. So Ramadan is a preparatory course. Don't think Ramadan was a final exam. Huh? Ramadan was a preparatory course. The preparation. Hmm? A lot of people they make this mistake. They just think they're done and the month is done and the next year we'll do it again. Very careful and regard patience. The last thing to tell you is a little bit about anger, because I told you about lust. Right? A lot can be said on this topic. Other Shahi Makhtar his words are very good for you to read on Pishkin Majazi, on any um, unlawful romantic love and attraction for women, or on how to control your lustful desires. Many of them are English as well. Second thing is anger. Anger. But anger has another big evil to it. That anger is the cause of many other sins. Anger leads to many, many evils. Even in this world, a lot of divorce. Let's see, divorce, 99% happens either due to some, one party had some wrong trust or one party had some wrong anger. That's about 99% of divorces for these two reasons. Either there was some wrong lust or there was some wrong anger. Relationships. Business relationships. Business relationships between brothers, between partners. Anger. 
somebody gets angry with the other one. And in that state of anger, they say something, they decide something, they do something. The family bond, which is so sacred, Allah is so sacred. Brother, brother, this is supposed to be that the day that the person flees from his brother because they're so scared of Allah, they don't even realize what it is. It's a very important verse. What it means is Allah saying in this verse that your brother is the closest one to you. Normally a person is said to return to their brother. Sometimes using this to describe Yom al that the day of judgment will be such a shattering day, will be such a scary day that the person will even run away from their brother. Before Ummi, before mother, before son, before spouse, first love on mentioned brother. In this world, anger breaks the bond between brothers. Oh, when the elders come, friends come, trying to get them to catch up. So I'm still angry. You see? You see? You see? I'm still angry with them. I'm still angry with them. Nafs. It's a nafs. Don't think nafs is just lust. This is also nafs. Purely nafs. Anger don't come from anywhere else other than nafs. Purely nafs. And anger sometimes is not to feel burning. Rage, violence, malice, spite, hatred for someone. Anger can make a person feel hasad, burning, envy, and jealousy, which actually does nothing else than burn our good deeds and burn our own spiritual heart. All of this is due to anger. Anger can lead to su'idhan, meaning to have negative, pessimistic, cynical, critical views of people. Fault fighting all the time. All of this is nafs. Some goes on our mind, all of it is us. We should be especially watchful of these two things after Ramadan. We don't want to slip into any lust or hammer and we don't want to have any unlawful anger. And one of the evils, I should mention that to you, one of the evils of having unlawful anger is you lose the lawful anger. Lawful anger is not really called anger, but it's called shuja'a, bravery, and it's called ghayrat. Different. You need your izzat, your pride. You need the pride that the mujahid has for his deed to defend deed truly. And the courage and bravery that arises from that. And the same thing happens there. If you have the unlawful lust, you lose the lawful, pure, loving relationships that you're supposed to have with your spouse. It comes at a big cost. And let me tell you something else. In this, we have seen now many examples. Sometimes we also think that, okay, because times are difficult, maybe Allah will be more lenient. Maybe 21st century Allah will be more lenient with us, lenient working, will be more forgiving. But there's some things that we have observed that Allah will not be lenient at all in these two sins of perfect examples. So don't think like that. So what can I do? I live in this country or I live in 2017 or I work in a mixed environment. It doesn't matter. Allah Taala has set the rules. There will be no leniency given for unlawful lust. There will be no leniency given for unlawful anger. But you have to make tawbah. You'll have to make a stick fall, you'll have to change, you'll have to be careful.
and you have this fear that no matter who Alam, Sheikh, Mufti, Hazrat, Murid, Salik, Daid, Tabriki, Qadi, Hafiz, Imam, Mufti, Khadim, any and everyone, doesn't matter any other good thing that you have, because I told you that the time of Fitna, good people can still do bad things. So don't look at the goodness in you. Enough doesn't care about any of that. Enough ignores it. And you also ignore it. You also ignore it. And remain always watchful and very aware of this. It's Monday night. Hmm? We make the one of us Protect us against the evil of our own nations. And then protect others from the evil of our nations. And Allah will protect us from the evil of other people's lives. And Allah will grant the whole Ummah mm-hmm. that purity that we saw in Ramadan that Allah gave the whole Ummah. You can see in Ramadan the whole Ummah was alive. Oh, the whole Ummah was fasting, praying, Taraweeh, so many going for Ummah, the Ummah came alive. And Allah will keep us like that. And Allah will resist the Gama and Allah will accept this Sharfiq Ubudiyya as noble. Any acceptance of this from the land of the past, we give us the to do more and more in the future. Spouse, give a between bend the relations, cut up the relations.
Christians. You know, just like you patched up our relation with you in Ramadan, but you know, maybe now patch up our relation with Mazlouk, you know, but you know, you guided us to fulfill, to try to fulfill Hukuk Allah in Ramadan, guide us now here to try to fulfill Hukuk Ibad, you know, but you know, maybe you give us tawfiq from your kalam and fuzzle to seek your forgiveness in Ramadan, and to make istighfar in Ramadan, and to give us tawfiq you know, to seek the forgiveness of others, you know, but True Iman, true Yaqeen, protect us from all Nifab, protect us from all Shirk, protect us from all Shak, protect us from Irtidal, create us an Iman and Yaqeen, after which we never question Iman again. Grant us a mouth of Iman, raise us from the day of judgment in the ranks of Mu'mineen, grant us genital for those who have been